1: your on your 24/7 home of the black and gold SNR Let's go. Dukes. Or almost having. Yeah, it's always Ooh. let's go Dukes. So shout out to my JMU Dukes, man. Just some belt, fun belt doing what we do. Can I tell you a quick funny a story happened, real quick? Man, let me I should have
0: asked the guy's name because he might be, he might be listening to this. There's different, you know, people who are um sponsors involved with companies of the Steelers Radio Network and Steelers Nation Correct. Radio. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers take some of them on road trips throughout the
1: year, oh, hey right? Now. So you know some That's fun little thing that Steelers yeah, do. Yeah, like some, do some like that.
0: you know the the companies that that you know sometimes so, even
1: let them fly on the team plane. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're like the players. Like, not, not a yeah. bunch,
0: right? But there'll be a few sponsors mm-hmm. on the team plane. You know, again the, the the companies that that dish out big money to to support what we do here on Steelers Radio, um, they might get to go to a, a road trip or something like that, right? So sunday sunday early evening right late afternoon early evening sunday we land in indianapolis
1: Oh, i'm just waiting. touched down in indianapolis
0: <laughs> i'm one of those guys right motzi like i don't jump off jump up and try and rush off the plane that's just that's okay. just okay like we're all getting on the same bus you know what i mean right, right. like, like I'll, I'll take my time i'll let everybody else scramble then i'll grab my bag and i I'll, got time and, i got time. and i'll get off there i am of course wearing a wvu hoodie as i, I mean, mean i know that's I a shocker to you
1: anything less.
0: it's a shocker to you you know we had just won our last game of the season it was a little little crappy weather out on sunday so i had the wvu hoodie on so i'm sitting there waiting to get off the plane and there's a guy i wish i would have asked him for his name so i could give him a shout out right now but one of the sponsors is getting off the plane as well too and he stops and he looks at me and he goes west virginia are you wes yuler I, oh. said, I said, I am. He said, he said, I listen to you guys on SNR all the Yo, time. You guys do great you guys do great stuff. Keep it up.
1: Yo, that's dope. That's dope. Let's go. The, the brand the brand is growing, Arthur The Metz. brand never disappoints, ladies so and gentlemen. So if you're
0: listening right out right now, shout out to the very nice gentleman yes. who said that he enjoyed the show and we do appreciate recognized you. me because of all he goes, Man, you he said, I knew it had to be you. You're the only one ever talking about hey, W.
1: W's finest. <laughs>
0: Let's go, Listen, man. Listen, folks, I am nothing if not myself here when we turn these Bro, microphones on. That's pretty dope. I
1: like that. <laughs> I like that a lot.
0: Mozi, to the tweets? I think yes. We've got, uh, we've got some tweets here about, about, uh, about Picket, about Pickens. Let's start with this one. Sensei tweets us and says, I have a question for Dr. Mots. Hello. I like watching Kenny's progression, and I know Ben and Belle were different animals in their own way. But why don't we see Kenny checking the ball more to the running back? Would that help him out when
1: plays break down? Um, It will help him out. But you also have to understand that he is a rookie. And with rookies, processing things is faster at this level. So for him to be asked to process downfield coverage, process the middle of the field, also be able to go through your one, two, three progressions, Know when you need to run it if it's man-to-man and everybody has their back turned to you. How well are you being protected as well? Oh, but also, give me a little bit more focus on these running backs, too. It's just a lot for this to be his eighth start, if I remember correctly now. Or this will be his ninth coming up? I believe ninth. Yeah, his ninth coming up. Or ninth
0: appearance.
1: Ninth appearance, yeah. Because the Jets game, game, obviously, yeah. Right, because we know two games are just a half of football. But it's just a lot. So for him, yes, that's something that we could – look for him to add to his game but to me i'm more just uh intrigued by the lack of turnovers yeah three same weeks here. in a row now same here this three weeks in a row that's growth him stretching the field we were also seeing what three weeks in a row now of him hitting throws of 30 plus yards right so when we're getting that along with him finding more or just finding a better timing for when to use his legs and weaponize himself so to speak those are the things that it's like man he's progressing beautifully right there can we add the running back stuff sure but those main areas right mm-hmm. there i think for right now are good in terms of you know how he's progressing and stuff like that but the running back stuff that'll add on no different when we talk about if you have a favorable matchup instead of going to it once or twice like really locking in on it like Heck when yeah. we talk about a justin jefferson when you talk about your atari kills when you it's talk Stephon about a Diggs. gronk a yeah. digs it's like man when they have a matchup their quarterback says, you know what, we're not going to complicate this or overcomplicate this thing. We're simply going to get you the ball. And that's another thing that he'll grow into and he'll learn yeah, with some of the yeah. George pick and stuff or even some of the Fry move matchups and stuff like that. So, yeah, but like I say, he's young. He's still very young.
0: I, I thought it was – I think I said this at the start of this program a little over an hour ago – Um I thought it was Kenny Pickett's best 60-minute performance. He's made some better throws in other games in the season. He's led some better drives in other games in the season. But from start to finish, it was his best 60-minute performance. And, mozi, i, I got to be careful with how I say this because sometimes there's a negative connotation to this. But Kenny Pickett managed that game on Monday night. And I don't mean to say he's oh he's a game manager. He just didn't turn the ball over. He he got, you know, he got it to his his playmakers and let them Once do their a, thing. No,
1: no, no. Once again. Who made being a game manager a negative? Fans and media. That's a good point. That is a good point. I've never heard a coach BF said that a guy protects the ball, keeps their offense on schedule and wins games.
0: Uh, and and that's what Kenny Pickett did on Monday night. There will be times that the Steelers will need him to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. But that wasn't the case. On Monday night, he did what he needed to do. He made some very timely plays, both with his arm and with his legs. There was progression there in that development. You talk about the turnover element. I think that's definitely a big part of it. You and I spent some time during the bye week talking about how he just looks a little skittish in the pocket, right? How at times... The offensive line is there for him. The protection is there, and he's still kind of bailing out and, and, in fact, hurting himself and rolling into into pressure. We haven't seen that as much. He trusted the pocket. He moved in the pocket much more comfortably and decisively, mm-hmm. I thought, on Monday night than he has at any point this season. It's You've seen the development since the bye week. It is still not a Mona Lisa, but it is it is moving in the right direction for a rookie, and, and uh, that at least has to be encouraging. I think you and I have said all along, Anyone at this point, and probably even by the time we get to the end of the season, who's acting like Kenny Pickett is a surefire franchise guy or a surefire bust is just missing the plot. It's going to take time to really know. But what you can look for in the interim is that progress, that development. And I think we've seen it over these last three weeks. I would agree. I would agree. Jason says, was it just me or did it feel like Kenny was trying to force the ball to Deontay in early parts of the game? I still think he played his best game, and I'm already looking forward to the Pickett and Pickens connection and what it can become.
1: Not forcing when a guy's winning. That's it was nothing to force.
0: That's the thing. Deontay wins. I think there's a disconnect in this. Yeah, I know some of the drop stuff with Deontay drives people crazy. But
1: once again, we said some of. We're talking about one drop in the end zone, and we act like he dropped every single pass.
0: I know some like the he he needs to get north like too often. Right? He 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 comes backwards.
1: (laughs) Second and fourteen. He picked up (laughs) (laughs) ten.
0: Like bro. Uh, But 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 I like I I I'm with you. But I, I like I understand just on the surface the fan frustration yes, of that, yes. like, like the optics of that, right? Dropping but, a touchdown pass, but, but it's like it's like losing some
1: yardage. But in both of those scenarios, right? We're talking about Deontay now. Granted, Deontay is capable of catching that, and we understand that he should be able to catch that more consistently. And he feels like that, but to act as if that means that he can't catch the football, right? That's the right. part where it's like that's overblown. When we talk about man, why does he run back? Just tell him to run over himself every time. So. When it doesn't work the handful of times, we hate it. But when it does work, we're going to love big it and praise play. it.
0: Big play. That would yeah, be like you yeah, telling
1: no, that, like tell Ben, hey, man, we know what you do great is improvise, right? When you act like you're going throw it and it's the real big pump fake and now you start backpedaling, scrambling around. But, hey, man, because you threw a pick, you know, a handful of times, we don't want you to do that no more, okay? If it ain't there, just throw it away and take the sack. No, you're cutting this player off, man. You got to let the player be a player, man. Some of the stuff is going to work out. Some of it's not. But historically, for Deontay Johnson – it's worked out. That's why we paid him eighteen million a year. That's why he was a Pro Bowl, and that's why we have expectations for him. He just has to be more consistent. But he still, like, he still played a really good game on so Monday night. Like, I, and, that's the thing that gets lost. Yes, he played a good game, man.
0: And and here's what I think too. In terms of Jason's, you know, specific point about it, it seemed like Kenny was targeting him early. I know we we are all enamored with the picket to Pickens connection, and, and rightfully so. And George Pickens is electric, and we all have we've seen that potential. Mozi and I have been talking about it since July, when we first saw him practicing in in just shorts and shoulder pads. Honestly, since May, we saw him in shorts and shoulder mm-hmm. pads and helmets at OTAs. At the same time, though, we've said this before, and I'm sure I'll probably say it again at some point over these next six games. By any metric you want to use, NFL Advanced Stats, individual greater like like pro like a pro football focus. Or just with your own eyeballs if you cut on the all twenty-two. Deontay Johnson gets open. Full stop. And when you're a when you're a young rookie quarterback, Deontay might not have the flash upside that Pickens has. But what he does have is consistent separation. And that means a lot to a young quarterback. A, a, a whole because as you and I have talked about before, that step from Jordan Addison's three yards away from his man running down the sideline is a lot different than the step that you get to be open in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And I, I can understand that from Kenny's perspective while he's trying to get in the flow of the game, while he's trying to get confident, while he's trying to get the ball moving for the offense and establish a rhythm early. Deontay gets open. All the other things that you want to talk about about him. Deontay gets open. Cut on the All-22. Look at NFL Advanced Analytics. Look at something like Pro Football Focus. Any metric you want to use. Deontay gets, he gets college open. He gets open. His Deontay separation is ridiculous. Open.
1: He gets college open. Yes. And that's why when we talk about Ben last year, why Ben would feed him as much as he did? Because it's college open. Stu's wide open. Separation. With Pickens, it's more so combat catches. It's more so... You put in that back shoulder, you go in front shoulder. Let him be a hero. Let him do something special. But you don't see a lot of him just flat out two, three yards away from guys just yet because he's not to there just yet. Right. He can get there. He has the talent for that, but he has to develop. He has to work. Even with George Pickens' elite talent as he is, he has to work. Hmm. But Deontay, he has the right running down. It's oh, just the it's, consistency it's, it's part of it. Like, yeah, it, with it, the
0: hands. It's it's so impressive. Talking,
1: yeah, we're not even talking l- large scale consistency. We're talking the difference of. Hey man, you're catching seven out of ten. We want you to catch 10 out of 10. That's what we're that's literally what we're talking about. The same way we will, for the Kenny supporters, you brush off or you overlook a overthrow or a bad ball placement, right? And we'll say, hey, man, he was 28 of 20. But it's like for Deontay, it's like, man, he dropped that end zone pass. He ran back. It's like, bro, he caught three out of five. He caught. Like, bro. <laughs> it's like, man, he was he was one of the main ones early on keeping the offense moving in that first half. Like, that doesn't count now. Like, you just gotta understand the both sides of the state, man. Nobody's gonna be perfect out there, but Deontay is less a part of the issue yes. than he is more so a part of why this offense is able to also stay on track and be productive.
0: You 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 want you want Deontay as as part of this this yeah. trio. If it's if it's Pickett, Pickens, and Deontay, that's when this offense is, is gonna be able to get moved. Then you sprinkle in some fryer move, sprinkle in some run game. That's that's the recipe.
1: That is the recipe. That's man. how you cook. That is the RSLP. That's how you cook.
0: Steeler Nation 920 says Victory Wednesday doesn't hit quite, quite cool, the dude. same as Victory Monday, it but, but I'm glad weird. you're it's back. A it's it's a, little a little different. It's a little different. It's a little different.
1: We like it though. It's still but cooked. You know though. what? Yeah, it's still cooked.
0: We we take wins, and I don't care yeah. if it's a Tuesday afternoon, if it's a Thursday.
1: I never apologize for Victory Tuesday or never, Victory Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. We've had victories on pretty much any day of the week. We don't complain pretty about. Pretty close. Pretty close. We got a Wednesday in there. We definitely got some <laughs> Thursdays. We got a Monday. Now that I'm thinking about oh, it Oh, Okay, no, we got a Saturday. We definitely got a Sunday in there. Uh-huh. All right. We need to add, every- a
0: couple, add a couple more days of the week. Keep we just this need thing Tuesday.
1: going. Oh, we're missing this Tuesday. I ain't, we ain't had a Friday or a Tuesday just yet. That's true. That's literally all we're missing. That's true. Yep. That's true. We'd hit every time slot. We'll get there. We'll get there. We got give, you in the time slot. Give it time. Yeah.
0: Give it time. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 says, game ball to George Pickens. That boy is like a ravenous Rottweiler. Heinz <laughs> Ward 2.0, hopefully. Can I get a victory here we go song? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, mm, I don't know. Mm. We went to Indy and we shut them down. Here we go. Now we're headed to the ATL town. Here we go. Gonna keep on stacking these wins. And when I get to Georgia, gonna eat some hens. Here Here we we go. go.
1: There it is. Bars. Quick little, 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 little four-piece one right there.
0: I'm going to eat some hens. Yeah, there. That, see was you a, there. that was a Chick-fil-A reference. That's what you did there. I like it. <laughs> Rod Dollar wants to know, is it safe to say, mozi that Miles Jack is our best cover
1: linebacker? Um, Best man-to-man cover, yes. We don't utilize him as our exclusive cover linebacker. That's more so Robert Splain when he's healthy. Obviously, he wasn't. But, um, yeah, Um, athletically, Miles Jack matches up with a lot of people because of the size, the the range. Um, I'm still surprised at times that they rotate him out, but I do think it's more so to keep those three guys fresh than it is about ability. Hmm. And when I look at how Brian Flores, Terrell Austin has used Miles, Jack, Devin Bush, and Robert Splane, all three, for as much as they've used them, you look at the productivity, and it's like all three of those guys are playing at a high level right now, and I do think it's because it's a little bit smaller of a role, so you take some of that off of their plates, for Devin Bush, you don't have to play every single snap. For Robert Slain, you don't have to do everything when you're in coverage. Hey, I just need you to be the communicator and the the middle right. runner. You can. You're a great zone dropper. For Miles, hey, play fast on base downs, man. You sideline the sidelines, and if it's nickel, hey, you're gonna have a tight end one on one, or you're gonna get this back one on one. Like we simplify it. But to me, yeah, Miles, Miles is definitely best cover. I think. He's, I mean, he's just our best inside linebacker to me. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think point blank period
1: full stop on that one yeah. as well. But. When you watch him play, man, he's the most fundamentally sound, the most consistent. Um, You talk about pre-snap adjustments, effort, like across the board, he checks off all those boxes. So even if it's not a play where he should be making it, his fundamentals, his techniques are going to always have him around the ball. He's naturally going to be where it needs to be because of him doing the basic things. High floor. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you when you see those type of dudes that are just so fundamentally sound, their technique is just really good and it's so consistent, it's always going to have them playing at a certain level. Even if it's a quote-unquote bad game or a bad matchup, they're always going to be in that ballpark. And that's what you look at with Miles. But Miles is also a dope athlete. Miles is like, when I watch Miles, he looks like a running back to me in terms of him playing on that deep side of how he moves, how he yeah. sees certain things, yeah, yeah. man. So, yeah. I like Miles. I like his game, man. Big fan.
0: Uh, Wallace says the folks who want the Steelers to lose for a better draft position are the same folks who... <laughs> he uses a term here that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it toes the line between something I yeah. should say or maybe yeah. shouldn't say on the show here. It's PG-13. It's not R-rated, but it's PG-13. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The folks who want the Steelers to lose for better draft position are the same folks who <laughs> give grief to various draft picks Here we go. about being busts. Here we go. Is that a more PC way to say it? That, that's acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to admit that there is a crapshoot element to the draft, but winning begets winning, losing begets losing. That's something you and I talk about a lot. Yeah, Wallace says that's why the Browns is the Browns.
1: You can't decide multiple times if you want to be a, a team that's committed to the process and trusting this and standard as the standard. But then when you get some adversity, you're like, all right, blow it all up. Let's let's fire everybody. Bring in new guys. Yep. Head coach, GM, just bring them in. Two years later, it doesn't matter. Oh, just go on. Do it now. It's like, all right, man.
0: Uh, Cuba Dan says, I agree with you guys. Kenny Pickett did manage the game well. Uh, jumping on what Moats said, game managers don't traditionally lead game-winning drives, and that Kenny Pickett did. He was everything the Steelers needed him yeah. to be.
1: No, they don't traditionally win game-leading uh, drives, and you're right about that. But at the same time, I do view it in a sense of when you have the game manager with the situation the way they're supposed to be, Minnesota, San Fran, you're not looking for that guy to have to be the hero too many times. You're a handful of times. And that's where you know it comes down to can that guy get it done, and you hope he can if that number is called. But when you set your offense up and your defense up the way that it's supposed to be, your team up with that type of guy quarterback, you're saying that hey, for my Kirk Cousins, I can have a Dalvin Cook, I can have a Thielen. Now we know Justin Jefferson's on rookie contract, but essentially he would be the next big paid sure. guy. You sure. know you can have higher end pieces around you. You look at San Fran, you look at that offense, you look at that defense. Whew. When you have that quote unquote game manager, that good quarterback, but not, you're not great, paying
0: 40, 50 million Russell a year.
1: Russell Wilson, Seattle Legion of Boom version. Before you start paying him the crazy amount, it's like, yo, you can win like that because with the Rams
0: had with Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. It's like you can win with that because of you have enough talent around you. Now you'll get to some games where you're gonna have to have this guy make plays, and if he can, great. We've seen Jimmy G make plays on the road in San, or in Green Bay in the postseason. We're like, all right, man, he made it a plays today. We've also seen where he hasn't. But that model has had them figuring that thing out in the Super Bowl, right? Right. The the play of all plays. we the NFC championship game. Jimmy G, he lost him in the Super Bowl. We're going to bring up the one throw he missed, but it was in the Super Bowl. Mind you. And who did he lose against? A Mahomes, who's elite. So it's like, man, if it came to that, that's the difference. Okay, great. But which version is easier to replicate? The Mahomes?
0: That's a great point. Or the Jimmy G? What's there more of in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes's okay. or Jimmy Garoppolo's.
1: Okay. We we can spend 30 years looking for a Mahomes. We might even have a Jimmy G right now. You catch my drift? No,
0: no doubt. No doubt. That's that's a great way, that's a great way to put it. That is it, that is a great way to put it. And like
1: outliers. I,
0: <laughs> and like I said earlier, that's that's not us to sit here and say that that Kenny Pickett's and no, we're not saying
1: that he can be. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: Like I I mean, I said this a few minutes ago. There might come a time where the Steelers are gonna need Kenny not necessarily this season, but I'm talking yeah. in a in a contending type, you know, playoff games in the future where they need Kenny Pickett to throw for three hundred yards and four touchdowns and, and kind of put the offense on his back.
1: And 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 honestly, Wes, at this level, everybody at this level in the regular season, if you're on an active fifty three man roster, all those players are capable of having those type of games. Sure. Everybody is at this level. Sure. This is the 1% of the 1%. This Baker is the Mayfield best. had some really nice games. This We're talking – Nathan Peterman has been in the league for a while, right? This is the best oh, of the you best. Just,
0: you had to go with the H2P guy, didn't you?
1: Context. Because <laughs> think about like, He's had some god-awful games, but right. he's had some games we are like, oh, all right. Gino Smith. Okay. But the thing is this. At this level, everybody's capable. The difference is the frequency of it. I can go out here and have a three-sack game one out of ten times. T.J. Watt can go do that seven out of ten times. Right, you see the difference? Right. Alex Highsmith is doing it five out of ten, or four out of ten times. You right. see the difference, right? Right. Tom Brady, he going to make that throw, the, 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 the crazy bang on the backside, throw it where only his man can get it, beautiful throw, he going to do that eight out of ten times.
0: Ryan Tannehill might be able to do it two out of ten he times.
1: My, no, no, no. Tannehill gets you four out of ten. Kirk Cousins gets you four out of ten because they're the middle of the pack guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about... Uh, Zach Wilson right now, right? Because how inconsistent he's been, or Joe Flacco at this stage of his career. Those are the guys that are going to make that throw two out of ten times. Everybody is capable at this level, and that's why we say you really don't have a quote-unquote trap game, because we look on tape and it's like, yo, all these guys can right. do it. Right. It's no surprise if I see it's this not, guy come out here. And, it's and, not Alabama right, against right. uh, yeah, know, Wofford. <laughs> right, it's like, all of these guys are good, but it's, can he, is this going to be the day where he is the consistent player? And when it's The others, and that's why we call them others, because you can't depend on them. It's too infrequent. It's too inconsistent. But that's why we pay the guys that are very consistent the way that we pay them, right? Because when I can depend on a T.J. Watt to give me 10-plus sacks every season, man, that's proven productivity. That's something that you can hang your hat on, and that's a model that you can live with. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really, that's the big difference between good players to great players to bad players. So for Kenny, yeah, he has the potential to be a great elite player. But the consistency is going to be what separates him. That's going to be the determining factor. It's not going to be what I say. It's not going to be what you say. It's not going to be what any of these fans say that support him or don't support him. It's going to be what he proves. Because he can make any throw. Any, man, Mason Rudolph can make any throw in this league. Josh Dobbs can make any throw in this league. Chris Oladoukin. Well, I don't know because technically he hasn't <laughs> been in the league. <laughs> we haven't, he, seen, t- they, we him, haven't yeah. seen him in the league technically, but... Anybody that's been on an active fifty-three man roster, right, right. is going to be capable of doing everything that you see and we clamor about. Drew
0: Locke can make some nice throws.
1: Everything that we clamor, <laughs> that I can assure. Ryan Mettenberg had one of the strongest on you'll ever see. Like, bro, oh, all right, man, I see Mettenberg like, I mean, all right, dude. Or, I said Ryan. Right, yeah, what? It was man Yeah. Remember? I can't because I'm thinking Ryan Mallett, but I, I was can't gonna remember say I was Mettenberg, Zach, Zach Mettenberg, Zach. You combine Mettenberg, Ryan yeah, Mallett, and Zach yeah. But the one who's here in Pittsburgh with us, Mettenberg. <laughs> it's like man, he got strong. He can throw. He can throw throws now. But it's like, yo, can you do it as consistently as Ben does that? Right. You okay. you make this one wild throw today, but it's gonna be twenty other throws that it's gonna be like, man, what's going on? Worse for seven, we're gonna get that wild throw every four times, every five times. You talk A.B. Is A.B. the only person that can make a one-handed catch? Nope. I've seen Sammy Coates make one-handed catches. Does Sammy Coates make one-handed catches to the frequency of an Antonio Brown? Nope. No. But literally, that's the difference,
0: man. That's the, it's that's the, the c- difference. It's the consistency. It's yeah. the day in, day out, game in,
1: game out. And that's why when people are so strong in their stances with players after a year, after five games, and I'm like, how are you telling me that Kenny Pickett is for sure a franchise-caliber quarterback five games in? Or telling me that he stinks and he and, and, and the Steelers in. need to move along because and draft somebody else this year. You have to see the full sample size. You have to get the consistent. You have to see, man. Can this literally be what we just broke down? Not one time. Not three. Yeah, go, times. go do it again on <laughs> Sunday. I'm go like, do it again on Sunday right, against Atlanta. Yep. Right. Right. We, we come out of this Monday night game and it's yo, he's either the greatest quarterback ever or the worst quarterback ever. But it's like, no. Repeat that process now, and repeat it again. And again, and again, and then, and guess what? You only did for one season. I need to do the exact same thing, but to a little bit better degree the next season. And then guess what? Repeat process again and again, because when we talk about Ben Roethlisberger, when we talk about Aaron Rodgers, when we talk about Josh Allen, when we talk about Kirk Cousins, when we talk about Ryan Tannehill, what have all those guys done? They've had good seasons, and they repeat process, right? Jimmy G. Good seasons, rookie hey, Price. They're, ready. they're ready to cast. They did cast him aside in right. San
0: Francisco. Okay, and now everyone's like, "Hey, okay. you know what? Niners, that might be. They, they, okay. they, might, they might find themselves in the NFC Championship and Why game is that? Again.
1: Because it's consistency. He's doing nothing different than what he did when he took over in New England when Brady got hurt at the beginning of the season.
0: He's been doing this for ten this years. This is
1: what he does. <laughs> it's consistency."
0: That's there's the something to be man. said for that. Yeah. It's 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 the classic, right? You're only as
1: good as your last right. performance. Now, trust me, we all want the 30 million or 40 million dollars, excuse me, that forty million dollar Patrick Mahomes, but those are outliers for a reason. Those guys do not grow on trees. All right.
0: And Jimmy G cool. doesn't grow on trees either, but there's
1: a it's a easier a few more though. It's a lot easier to be Jimmy G than it is to be Mahomes. That's Correct. all we're saying. It's still Correct. it's Jimmy G is still a little bit of an outlier, his own right, but it's like it's there's more, a couple of those it's guys. a lot yeah. more attainable. <laughs> Tip to yes. be Jimmy G, Then it is to be Brady. 100%. Then it is to be Mahomes, Rogers, Ben. Allen. Come on now. Brady. <laughs> Manning.
0: The Peyton, the Peyton
1: one. Yeah. Or Archie. We'll see. Sorry, Arch. I mean, he's he like 2 times Super Bowl champ. Think he, about uh, that. That he is. The, the the one that we poo-poo. Poo-poo. Two-time Super Bowl champ.
0: Hold on. Are you talking about Chad Powers? That's the one that we poo-poo. Are you talking about Chad Powers?
1: Outlier. Outliers. <laughs> well, not manning. That, that one ain't an outlier. But you catch my drift, though. But either way, I like it, man. All right. Final go through. Think we're good? I think we're good. Think we are good on the tweet.com. So, first off, let's start doing our uh, final farewells and goodbyes. So, first off, I'd like to give a big-time shout-out to my producer, Keep me nice and uh, vocal sounding crispy, Mr. Wesley. Bing, Hill. bong. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Also, I'd like to give a big-time shout-out. To the power grid, the megawatts. Yes. The participation, unrivaled. Oh, the tweets. Oh, we love y'all. We really, really love y'all. We really do. Then I would also like to take this time to spin the block. To shout out my partner in crime. The one and only Mr. Wesley Uler.
0: Pleasure's always mine, mozi
1: Hey, Mr. Chick-fil-A.
0: I'm making all the Atlanta references this week. A-T-L,
1: I just was just gonna say.
0: Wait till I come in here with some childish Gambino for just, you. Just for you to not even have Donald that on lover. Sunday.
1: Hello. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't Hello. Is that the irony? Up on Better get Chick Fil A on Saturday when we land.
0: <laughs> you know, real quick, uh, the, the post game meal on Monday when we got on the plane was Chick Fil A, and for a quick second, I was like, "Wait a second, yeah. how do we?" Oh, uh-huh. it's Monday.
1: Definitely Monday. Definitely Monday, my friends. <laughs> but with that being said, we don't get fine. So until next time, we greatly appreciate you. But you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the Black and Logo Stillers mm-hmm. Nation mm-hmm. Radio. And there it is.